Hi, I'm a helpful Southern California Honda person, and recently we've been doing random acts of helpfulness, like helping disabled veterans with a big move, replacing stolen softball gear, and paying for a class field trip. And we can help you too with a great deal on a reliable, award-winning Honda, like the Accord, a car and driver 10 best winner a record 33 times. Click the dealer locator link to find a dealer near you, and go to SoCalHondaDealers.com to suggest a random act of helpfulness for someone you know. Car and driver January 2019. Hey, it's episode 94 of Motherhood in Hollywood. But before we jump into our episode today, I want to tell you guys quickly about Up4 Probiotics. If you've ever wanted to try a probiotic, Up4 is the way to go. Up4 has been making probiotics and only probiotics since 1979. They have a bunch of different formulas, everything from their kids' cubes to the adult and women's formula, and they're available at your local Target store as well as online. If you go to Motherhood in Hollywood, that's motherhoodinhollywood.com, click on the Up4 probiotics image. That will take you to their site where you can learn all about the formulas and find out which one is right for you. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Motherhood in Hollywood, aka the best 30 to 45 minutes of your life this week. Am I right? Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> Thanks for picking up that joke, baby. <laughs> um, you guys, Chris Brooker is going to be joining hi, everybody. me on the podcast today. Um, did you say hi before I was ready for you to say hi? I did. All right. Uh, I'm very excited because as you know, if you've been a longtime listener, first time caller of this show, you know that uh, this is my favorite guest of all time to have on because it's me just getting to be schmoopy with Chris for the next half hour. To everyone's enjoyment. To everyone's amazement and wonder, like, how are they so in love? Uh, Before we get into the chat with Chris today, which we're going to be talking about... Um, a really awesome article he wrote for motherhoodandhollywood.com recently about Marvel movie versus Marvel, the Marvel universe versus the DC universe. So we're going to be talking a little bit about comic book stuff, mostly because Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Volume 2, is coming out this next week, and we get to go to a sneak preview of it. Yeah. I know you're super excited. Very pumped. Major boner time over here. Boing. Boing. <laughs> the wife has scored some super cool points um, by being able to get us into uh, see a special screening of that. So I'm excited. We're going to talk about that in just a second. Um, but for uh, before we get into all that, I want to say, first of all, if you're just now listening to Motherhood in Hollywood, hi, welcome. How are you? Please subscribe. If you've been listening for a long time and you're like, I don't know if I want to commit to this podcast every week, um, do it hit subscribe and then leave a quick review let me know what you think about the show i'd love to hear from you and also uh hey tell a friend and don't forget to follow me over on instagram at motherhood in hollywood as well as facebook at motherhood in hollywood and i'm also on the twitter at heather brooker if you want to tweet at me okay so first of all let's talk about the week this has been one of the hardest weeks for me exhausting exhausting in but like in the best way possible except for earlier in the week and all the exhaustion. And all the exhaustion. So this is what happened with my week. I started off the week with severe food poisoning. 
It was gross. It was really gross. I had to leave work a little early on last Sunday evening because I thought I was imploding. <laughs> you were not in a good place. I was not in a good place. I was just praying to God, just take me home, Lord. I'm ready. Uh, it was bad. I don't know what I ate. I think it was leftover Mexican food from that place that we love so much. And it makes me sad because now I don't think we can ever go back. Yeah, it's not looking good. I don't think so. Not looking good for that place. I know. Uh, so I don't think we're going to need to go back there for a while. I'll try to rally and maybe check with me in a year. But it was a bad week. So I started off just throwing up everywhere, being very sick. And I kept thinking, why is this happening to me this week of all weeks? Because I had booked um, a two-episode arc, a little recurring part on uh, the new TV show Get Shorty with Ray Romano and Chris O'Dowd. And, of course, that's the week... I got really, really sick. Yeah, you were worried about it. You were worried yeah. about that impacting your performance and just everything. Um, luckily, by by Wednesday when I had to be on set, I was better. But um, I did the voice. Uh, that was another awesome thing I got to do mm-hmm. on Tuesday. I went to um, a special, sc- not well, I guess it was a screening. We watched the voice, but it was a special red carpet event. That's what I'm going to say for um, with the coaches of the voice, and I got to go and interview them and like hang out, and it was pretty amazing. It was very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I need you to get more excited about my career. I'm just, you know, I'm still in awe of, of the week that you've survived, <laughs> to be honest with you. The fact you're mobile and and verbose uh, <laughs> is incredible to me. All right. Well, let's not start using big words on my podcast. We don't want to confuse people. True. I don't use True. big words. I'll dumb it down. You'll dumb it down. Um, but yeah, so then we had um, The Voice on Tuesday. They luckily didn't have anything really going on on Monday. I just sort of recovered. Um, but then we have The Voice on Tuesday. Uh, And then I did, I was filming all day Wednesday and Thursday and working too at night. Yeah. So kind of switched my schedule up a little bit. So I'm working more, producing more. um, Your day job. My day job. Night job. And then um, one of my best friends, Heather, is getting married and I was throwing her bachelorette party Friday night. So I started the week throwing up. And then end of the week throwing up. Yeah, almost throwing (laughs) up. Yeah, pretty much. Two two different circumstances, but a good bookend to the week. <laughs> Just wrecked my body. This basically, week, basically, basically, I am surprised I'm still standing. Um, and somewhere in there, I went to two four year old birthday parties. Yep. And um, I managed to see my daughter a little bit, but it was really fun. I have a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Um, but thank God for you, Chris Brooker, because I would not have been able to do any of it without you this week. Amen. So. I, I appreciate Amen. you. Amen. Just saying. Of course. That's what I'm here for. Um, can I tell you I'm still having flashbacks from Friday Night's Stripper show? You have been telling me. Believe me, it's <laughs> not getting old at all. <laughs> but aren't you kind of curious nope. to know at all what these men were I like? Saw, I saw some of the videos. I saw some <laughs> of the videos. Well, okay. So I put some of the videos up on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then I had second thoughts because I thought, ooh, people don't know, unless you really listen to the podcast, You, they don't know um my humor and that wild side of me i don't know that that fully comes across on like instagram and facebook you know it does on twitter i'm really raunchy on twitter it did did with those videos it did it did (laughs) but i'm like i i forget that people don't see that saucy side of me sometimes whenever i'm posing elegantly on some stairs at the hollywood roosevelt or whatever whatever picture i'm putting up um it was basically a magic mic experience is what was what you and all your friends had 
but without Channing Tatum. But it was without like, Channing Tatum. It was like all of the, the background actors like from Magic Mike. The D-list Mike. of Magic Mike. <laughs> oh, those poor guys. Chris and I talk about this a lot. Like when, when men go to strip clubs, you can't touch. Well, we don't talk about this a lot. Let me rephrase that. We've had this conversation before. We've, we've talked about it a lot this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when men go to strip clubs, you cannot touch the ladies, right? Correct. What, do you have to sit on your hands or just keep them to your side? Yeah, house rules. You know, probably sometimes sit on your hands, sometimes just keep them crossed in your lap or whatever. Right. Now, I know you don't go, let me point this out to everyone, Chris does not go regularly to I'm, the club. I'm, I'm not a strip club guy. I don't really like them. <laughs> not your jam. <laughs> not my jam. Um, and in, when you go, is it because you're looking at these ladies with the boobs in your face and mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, titties. And... Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's it's like, yeah, titties for five minutes. For five minutes. <laughs> then after that it's like, All right, titties. All right, daddy, You know, man. there's not much there. I mean it's <laughs> I can't I can't do anything with them. But do you want to? What no, are you telling me not right now? Really? Because right. it's it's weird. It is weird. Yeah. And I can attest to that too, from a woman's perspective. So you're seeing these men, they're dancing, you're like, That dude is hot. Look at that body. My gosh, you know, I want to get up on that. And then sure. when you <laughs> Then this is going to be the worst podcast. People are going to be like, these people are nuts. Then when you get up close to the stripper and you get up on it, it's really uncomfortable because you're like suddenly in someone else's personal space, real close to their junk. And they're like the men, the difference in the men though, is they want you to touch them. They take your hands and they put them on their butt and they put them on their chest and they put them on their thighs. Well, here it is. I, uh, you know, and, and then I rub repeatedly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> we we, we kind of touched on this earlier today or yesterday or something, but it's like you can't touch the women, mm-hmm. right? Guys can't touch the women, but it's okay for women to touch the guys. And I think it's kind of a, you know, it's kind of a double standard, but it's a necessary double standard almost yeah. because those guys that were dancing in front of you weren't scared or intimidated by a bunch of ladies. They should have been by me. <laughs> they <laughs> by absolutely. You. They uh, the poor guy that gave me a lap dance that they bought me a lap dance. I should say, um, he should have been a little scared. But the ladies who are dancing in front of the guys probably might be a bit intimidated by a bunch of big burly guys. So it's yeah. kind of a safety issue why you can't touch them. Yeah, I don't think. You touching a stripper's chest is going to intimidate him or scare him in any way, honestly. Uh, Not if I did it right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Ladies are dainty flowers, and we need to be Yeah, I mean, without saying those exact words, but yeah, you know, somewhat. It's kind of a double standard, but it's... Yeah, as you were saying. Some people might think you're a little sexist. Maybe. But I know what you mean by... I know what you mean. Right, right. I'm not... Yeah. Because I, it would be intimidating, you no, know. No if ill you're, intent by that. If by you're that a naked woman, you're on top of a guy and he's like pawing on you, that would be a little. But I mean, if it's their job, I don't know. I don't want to dissect the mind of a stripper. I'm in love with a stripper. Plus, guys are animals. Men are animals. Yeah, they are. I just don't think that men would have the self control necessarily that a woman would have. Like, I feel like women would would now go to the sexist. club. Yeah, that's that is sexist. <laughs> I feel like women go to the strip club. For the novelty of it. I think I feel like men go to the strip club so they can store something away in their spank bank. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like sure. sure. Um, I think women go because they wanna the spectacle and like the you know, yeah, this is so fun. Oh my god, this guy's so hot, you know, and put it on Snapchat. But I think 
men go because they're looking at these women like, oh, she really likes me. She I got made, a chance. I got a chance. Yeah. She made eye contact with some me. Some do. I mean, you know, some go for the spectacle and, you know, for the fun and novelty of it. But yeah, you're right. Some some probably do go thinking, hey, hey I'm going to score. Here's this, my chance. This stripper. With Roxette. Well, I just want to say, hey, what's up to Andre and Brian at Hollywood Men? <laughs> <laughs> From Heather Brooker. Uh, uh, gross. Uh, I mean, they're not gross. I'm gross. <laughs> they were lovely. Thank you for um, humping my my fat tummy. All right. <laughs> oh, our anniversary is coming up. Mm, Do you have any regrets? Happy anniversary. No regrets. No regrets. So we've been married. It'll be 16 years and a week from Friday. Yep. On May 5th. Yep, yep, yep. And we've been sort of going back and forth on what we want to do. Like, um, I would love to go to Palm Springs for the weekend. Yep. I would love it if we could go without Channing and just have some time to ourselves. I just don't know that we can get away with that right now. Like, I don't want to bug our friends too much. Right, right. You know, it's tough. You know, we, our friends are great. And uh, they're they're our family, yeah. Uh, you know, out here, uh, you know, we've leaned on them quite a bit in the last few months, mm-hmm. you know, for various things and stuff like that. But yeah, you're right. I you know I don't want to have to bug them too much. Yeah. So I think you know it's just number sixteen, and I'm not opposed yeah. to you know taking our four year old on an anniversary trip. She's been really good lately. Yeah. On like, I mean, she was great in London. Not yeah, not She was great in London. <clears throat> She's been great whenever we go out. Like she, you know, the only time she really acts out is if she's getting a little hungry sure. or a little overstimulated. Hey, who doesn't? Yeah, <laughs> hello. She gets that from you. But I think that um, for the most part, she's been really great, and I would like to. I mean, we could try it. You know, we're just gonna go hang out at the pool somewhere, and then maybe go up in that gondola ride. Yeah, I think she would like that or be terrified. A little bit of both, probably. Same. I mean, I liked it, just but stay I was in the middle. also just stay in the middle. Terrified. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we'll have to figure out what we want to do for our anniversary. Anybody have any suggestions where we should go? Should we go with kid, without kid? Tweet me. (laughs) (laughs) Let me know. Um, But let's talk about the other big thing that's happening this week. We're going to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I can't wait. And um, what is your feeling? The trailer makes it look just as fun as the first one. You know what? I'll say one thing about Marvel movies is they know how to put together a trailer. Yeah. Like, just watching that trailer, it doesn't tell you anything about the movie, but you know, I want to see it. The music is right. The energy is right. The dialogue is just Yeah, it's great. Well, now, I felt that way about the Thor trailer. No, the Thor trailer was great, too. Yeah, it's the same story. Rangork. Ragnarok. (laughs) Rangork. It's my wife trying to be a, a geek and failing. <laughs> Ragnarok. Ra- Ragnarok. I like Rangork better. Rangork. I like Rangork better. Sounds like some of the noises you were making last last well, week. On Friday or at the strip club? Rangork. No, when you were oh. sick. Oh, yeah. Rangork. <laughs> Rangork. Okay. All right. Everyone's a comedian. All right. Um, no, I'm totally, I am on the, I am a nerd on the fringe. Like I don't, I'm not a deep track nerd where I know every detail, but all I know is that was an awesome trailer. Yeah, sure. It was Thor, great. Everybody went nuts about that. How great it looks. Mm-hmm. It looks really good. It, it you know it's, it looks in the same mode as Guardians of the Galaxy. A lot of fun. The color scheme is Music very was similar. Perfect. Music, Musical I feel was like great. can make or break a trailer. Yep. That's what Ruben does. Our friend Ruben um, is a professional music supervisor for. Movie trailers. Yep. So it's his job basically to like discover new music and find 
appropriate sound effects and music that goes perfectly with those trailers. Right. I want to ask him if he had anything to do with. The, does he? If he had. I think I don't think so. You think probably he does not. the Thor movies? No, probably not. He does some pretty big movies though, so I'll ask him. But anyway, I thought that looked really good. Um, I thought it kind of felt a little bit like Flash. Or, I mean, Flash Gordon. Do you remember back in the? Yeah. The Flash, like it had that sort of like epic space sci-fi another galaxy alternate world that's what it is but also with a little cheese to it sure it can have that kind of feel for me yep i loved it and guardians does the same thing you know it's it's an outer space adventure and we know the characters we love the characters already Mm -hmm. and we just want to see more of them and the movie captured the tone or i'm sorry the trailer captured the tone of what we hope the movie would be i love dave bautista's character that's his name right drax yeah I love that he's like, ah, you like her, or whatever he's like, yeah. making fun of. Um, oh, crap. Every name is just falling out of Star my Lord. head. Star-Lord. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank God you're here. God. Or this entire podcast of me be going, mm, that, that one guy. With that, that one stuff, guy. and that dude, and that girl. Um, and then you get you get everything wrong. I would get everything wrong, and then Disney would never invite me to go to their screenings ever again. They would be like, this Beezy is dumb. But we're going, and I can't wait. I am excited. Yeah. So, Chris Pratt, in my eyes right now, is the golden guy. He can do no wrong. No, seriously. He's he's really very popular right Why now. Why do you think that is? Do you think he's being just genuinely goofy? Or do you think that he's like... Um, you think Hollywood has tapped into like hiring someone who's funny and putting them in an action role versus someone who is like a dramatic action star and then hoping their charm comes out? With Chris Pratt, you know, I think there's a lot of charm involved. Yeah. I think he's he's likable mm-hmm. immediately on screen. Like everything you see Chris Pratt in, you you like his performance, mm-hmm. uh, except Passengers. That was just a terrible movie. I'm sad that I missed that. You yeah. watched it one night without me, and I had really wanted to see that. I'm not a Jennifer Lawrence fan. It wasn't it wasn't that great. But, anyway. he, but he was good in it. You know, don't get me wrong. He was good in it, and he's he's good in everything. The mo- it's the movie you didn't like. It's not the movie Chris I didn't Pratt. like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but Chris Pratt is likable. He's watchable, you know, and he's proven now that he can handle the action roles. Mm-hmm. You know, Jurassic World, perfect example. You know, Guardians of the Galaxy, even better. Yeah. What else is he doing right now? Is he doing other... Um, are they going to start blending the Guardians of the Galaxy world? Yeah. So what happened? What is the next big one? So Guardians of the Galaxy, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy are going to make an appearance in uh, the Infinity War movie the avengers infinity war all the characters from the marvel universe are going to be in that movie fighting one expensive it's going to be huge right it's going to be in fact i'm anticipating and i don't know for sure but you know the end of the end of credits scenes yeah yeah, that all the marvel movies have the little teasers is that there's going to be something related to that when does that movie come out the infinity wars next late next year 2018 so they're probably already filming they are filming it already. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've seen clips. I've seen clips of like Spider-Man and Iron Man and Black Panther and Chris Pratt, actually, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, behind the scenes. I wonder um, if they're just waiting to contact my agent for the right part for that movie. Probably. Maybe? Probably. They're reaching out. Okay. You know, they might write something for you. God, I They do that a lot. I hope it's like a bus driver. With people driver. of your stature. <laughs> Probably like a bus driver or like a prisoner. That's what I get a lot. Bus driver's a prisoner. Yeah. Trash. Teachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Typecast. 
Um, I, I think it looks really good. I'm excited to see it. I like Chris Pratt. I'm okay. I'm on the fence about Zoe Saldana. That's yeah, she's good in the role. She's okay. She does every just, sci-fi girl I was going to say, role, I just feel like all like. of a sudden she became the sci-fi it girl. And I'm like, you cannot have all the sci-fi roles share with everybody. She does a good job. And Spider-Man uh, is great, too. I don't. He's my least favorite. Okay. Spider-Man is my least favorite of all of the superheroes. Why? I feel like they just keep making that movie over and over again. <laughs> they do. They like, do. Stop it! How many Spider Mans do we need? Well, There's the been like five. Well, the next Spider Man, they're gonna di- they're gonna like forego with the origin story. You like we don't need to see that he got bit Peter Parker a, get bit by a spider, spider again. You know we don't need to see that. He's already already the Spider Man. He's already met the Avengers. Mm-hmm. That that's all happened already. So it's just gonna continue his life. I really really hope they play that hero song. Which one? The and Tina Turner. They say that a hero of something. Oh God! Like something. Nickelback? Is yeah, that who that is? yeah. Is that who it was? Was Nickelback? I th- Don't think you so. remember? Because that's when that song became so popular. Was that first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie? And it's him like flying through the city and like oh, kissing yeah, 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 yeah. Um, hero. I don't know the words. Something about hero. And Tina Turner do a hero song. We need a hero. We don't need another yeah, hero. That's, that's from Mad Max. That's what we need. I think that's from Mad Max. Yeah, I think so too. Um, really quickly, as a tangent to uh, some of the Marvel movies we'll talk about, I want to talk about Logan. Oh yeah. I just feel like so good. That was so good. I was so good. not expecting that movie to be that great. Incredibly violent uh, oh, and so bloody, violent. and but also just top notch. Hugh Jackman is an incredible. Actor. Yeah, he's great. Like he's great. I've always known he's a great actor. I mean, he you know he was fantastic in Les Mis. I mean, he's been wonderful in everything. Sure, I, I've ever seen him in. But this, if this man does not get nominated for an Academy Award for this performance, I am going to be real mad. Well, I doubt he will. <laughs> for some reason, I just Why? doubt. I don't know. I doubt he will. I just it seems but, like it seems it seems like a performance that would be forgotten. That that would uh, that they would ignore. I could not imagine. Undeservedly so. Granted, it was a great performance, but I I, I don't know. I'd be surprised if he did. I kind of want to start like some online petition with, you know. Because those work all the time. Because those work a lot. I know. Everything that's going on in the world, my online petition would be to make sure Hugh Jackman gets nominated. Yep. I mean, just the the whole movie in general should be nominated. Patrick Stewart, who was in that, was was incredible. He was great. Um, If you guys have not seen Logan, I don't know if you're a fan of like violent dramas, (laughs) but if you are. (laughs) Superhero. Violent Violent drama. Superhero dramas. Um, this is a good one. Yeah. So good. Yeah, really, really good. Um, okay, so are we going to see any of the X-Men in any of the Infinity Wars? No. Why? Because they're not they're not held by Marvel. They're still Fox. Oh, they're, so you They're still 20th Century Fox. They're not Marvel Studios. Oh, so because the that's so interesting that, that parts of the Marvel universe are owned by different movies. Well, that's why it was such a big deal to get Spider-Man in Civil War because Spider-Man was originally held by Fox. I thought as it was well. Sony or Sony. He might have been held by Sony, yeah. but Sony released him over to to be in these movies now, and so that was a big coup for the Marvel Studios to get be, to be oh, able I'm to sure get Spider-Man. They had Spider-Man. to pay a lot of money. For oh, that. probably yeah. But these monies are just garbage trucks full of money anyway. I know these movies are garbage movies, trucks full yeah. of money. Um, how much is your make? Three hundred billion. How much is your make? Nine hundred billion. Yeah. Jeez. But no. So that's I can't why pay my rent. But th- that's why you <laughs> won't see the X Men or the Fantastic Four, which are all Marvel characters. I always wondered why those were like one-off type movies, and we never saw those characters in any of the others universes. But you can't. Do you see them in the animated uh, versions? In the comic books, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was going to say, or not comic books, the animated, like the TV shows. I know you watch a lot of cartoons. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> In my 40s, my I My grown-ass husband. Um, no, but I like them. They're fun. Uh, yeah, you do, sometimes. Okay. Um, what is next for Marvel in terms of the rest of the year? They have... I don't, I don't know it like by heart. I don't, I don't know the slate know. by well, heart. I can look, yeah. But I know they've got Thor Ragnarok coming up. They've got In- Avengers Infinity War. They've got... Another Guardians of the Galaxy down the road. They've also have um, Black Panther uh, solo oh, movie yeah, coming the up. Black Panther is going to be good. That it, guy was great. They've also got another Spider-Man movie coming up. They've, I mean, they've got so yeah, much. Yeah, Spider-Man: Homecoming is coming out yep. later this year. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, Thor, Rangarak, Rangarak, Rangorg, Rangorg. <laughs> it's coming up. Um, Rangorg. Inf- Avengers: Infinity Part Two is not coming out until May third of two thousand nineteen. So Infinity and, Part Two? Oh, Infinity Part Two. Oh, well then I don't know when Infinity One is. Infinity coming. One is uh, May of two thousand eighteen, May fourth. Yeah, so yeah. anniversary our, date. See our, for the last like eight years, Marvel movies have come out on our anniversary. On or around our anniversary. And that's been what we've done. Pretty much. So romantic. romantic. Last year, even when we were in Napa, we went to see What did we see? Civil War? Might have been. Yeah, it was. It was. No, 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 no. Are you sure? We saw something. I can't remember what it was. Was it Iron Man 3? Could have been Ultron. No. No, it was Civil War. I was going to say, I'm pretty it sure it was War. Civil War. Yeah. Oh, how dare you question me in that manner. Um. So, yeah, that's. Uh, so there's going to be like two or three a year. They've, yeah, Jeez. they've got a slate that's crazy. Uh, by the time this third phase, they're calling it in phases. Mm-hmm. By the time phase three ends, they'll have twenty-two movies under Whoa. their belts or something like that. Starting with Iron Man in two thousand eight, all the way wow. through. And now we talked about this, and you wrote a lovely piece um, on MotherhoodInHollywood.com about mm-hmm. the Marvel timeline and universe versus the dc timeline and universe now you're a dc fan always have been a dc guy the justice league batman superman they're my jam wonder lady um they're your jam wonder woman wonder woman <laughs> wonder lady is what you call me wonder skirt <laughs> um <laughs> and um but for some reason it seems like dc can't get it together like their movies are so dark and so heavy Mm -hmm. and they don't really seem to rally the um (coughs) the crowd the emotion well i mean they get a lot of traction from the crowds and they make a lot of money at the box office but it doesn't seem to have that cohesiveness that the marvel movies have because they're rushed you know they're you know i mentioned this in the article they're they're a bit rushed they um avengers came out and DC still hadn't formed a Justice League movie, mm-hmm. so they had to kind of rush something, to kind of throw something together. So they started kind of just bookending. They, you know, they shoehorned Wonder Woman into the Batman versus Superman movie, you know, to try to get the whole Justice League, you know, thing. But yeah. they're so grounded in reality, and you're right, so dark and somewhat morose and just not fun. They take themselves a bit too seriously, I think. But don't you think that that that's how that director um, Christopher Nolan? That's how he set up that world, and a they're bit. kind of pinging off of that. Yeah, I think so. I think I think because he definitely took a much darker look at Batman. Sure, did a great job. I, I love those movies, and I you know I don't necessarily mind that tone so much. I I think it might have been wrong for Superman to be as dark as it was. Yeah, Superman 
Um, he is a bummer in these movies. Well, he's just a... A gorgeous bummer. <laughs> <laughs> he is dreamy. He is he a dreamy is a man. Henry Cavill is a beautiful man. No, it's, he's just dark and brooding and stuff like that. And I, and I think that's kind of the wrong tone for him, but it was a choice. And so, fine. I, do you I, think I that they have it. to stick with that now, or do you think they can switch it up? I think they can try to switch it up. I think them including Flash in the Justice League movie for a little comic relief, as, yeah. as we've already seen from the trailer, right. a little lighter, still grounded in darkness somewhat, but I think it's a little bit lighter, and hopefully some of the chemistry in that cast will allow some of the lightness to come through. Yeah, we, we saw the trailer. We went and saw Fast 8, The Fate of the Hate. The Fate of the Furious. The Fate of the Furious, yeah. It was a lot of fun, fun, silly movie. Yeah. Um, and then they showed a trailer for the Justice League movie beforehand. And I look at Chris, and I'm like, what do you think? And he's like, nah. I didn't like the trailer. And this is from a guy who's a fan of the universe, of the Justice League. I'm Big a fan. fan. I like Ben Affleck as Batman. I you do. do? I do like him. I, think, I don't mind him. I think Wonder Woman looks cool. Yeah. I, I think she I think her movie actually might be pretty good. Yeah. Um I think Jason Momoa as Aquaman looks pretty cool. Looks pretty bad. I don't think the Flash and Cyborg look that great. No. Uh they look a little goofy to me, a little too cheesy. Yeah, a bit. Like a we're bit. gonna put them in for comic relief. Not comic relief necessarily, but they just uh, their costumes don't look right and you know. Isn't that interesting from a nerd perspective of how the costumes make that much of a difference? Because to me kind of does. Doesn't matter. Well, like the TV like, version of the Flash nails the costume. Yeah, it's like yep, that's Flash. The TV version is great. Mm-hmm. Um, which we could spend a whole another episode talking about the TV Marvel universe. That's the problem I had writing DC your article universe. is because I could have gone on forever. I could have gone on right. so many more right. pages. Um. Oh, you said something that made me think about that. Um. Um, yeah, well, pe- guys and like nerds notice stuff like the costume, like, oh, um, uh, Ryan Reynolds was in that movie where he was Green Lantern. Yes. And everyone flipped out about his CG costume. It didn't mm-hmm. bother me. I was like, whatever. The costume didn't bother me at all either. I think that that's just nerd and nerd preference and you're not going to be able to appease everybody. No. You know? No. You have to find some middle ground. I mean, I didn't mind the Green Lantern costume. The movie itself was terrible. I imagine as a director and like the producers of the film, there's a lot of weight on your shoulders because you want to make uh, uh, your artistic vision. Yep. But you also want to appease fans who will sh- tear you to shreds and possibly like scorch your name for all eternity if you <laughs> don't do their their characters yeah. justice. You got to please the fan base. Yeah. And I think for the most part, the fans will appreciate any artistic liberty that's taken on their characters mm-hmm. within reason. Yeah. So, like, for example, Wonder Woman's costume isn't as bright and cheery as, like, maybe the 70s version of Wonder Woman that people right. have come to expect. It's a little dark. It's a little muted on the color scheme, but it still looks pretty cool. Flash, on the other hand, his, his costume looks more like a suit of armor. And I don't oh. think that's right. Yeah, because he has, needs to be in a flexible suit. I think so. Flexible running suit. Sure. Um, well, I think James Gunn did an amazing job with Guardians, the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, fantastic. So I expect more of the same in the second one, but I'm kind of curious to see if they're going to be able to elevate it in any way or surprise us in any way. Everything I've heard is that, yeah, they kind of nailed it. They kind of okay. nailed it again. Um, I think the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie is one of the best Marvel movies. Um, it was the most fun. It's yeah. got it's infinitely rewatchable. Whenever I see it on TV, I'm I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch that part of it, um, and I think this movie seems very much the same way. All right. Well, I'm excited to see it, but I'm mostly excited to see it with you. Me too. One more date night. Yeah. We're gonna have it a little earlier before our anniversary, and I promise you, in the next week, we'll figure out what we're gonna do for our anniversary. Okay. I'll figure something out. 
It'll be great no matter what. It will be. Um, all right. So I'm going to end on that note today. And then maybe Chris and I will go make out for a little while. What? Where's the baby? Where is the baby? Who has got the child? I have not seen her in at least yeah, an hour. An hour. Uh, all right, everybody. Chris, thank you for being on my podcast. Of course. I love you. That's what I'm here to do. I love you too. All right. <laughs> um, you guys, uh, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at motherhoodandhollywood.com and Facebook as well. And on Twitter at MIH Podcast or Heather Brooker. And go to motherhoodandhollywood.com to find out uh, what I'm writing about, what I'm doing these days, and any movie or TV reviews that I have coming up. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And remember, I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. Bye. Mama funny. Balls. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. I ate a new burger from Carl's Jr. with a Beyond Meat patty. It was juicy, charbroiled, but with a patty made from plants. <laughs> How's that even possible? Wow. Oh, powerful. The Beyond Famous Star with Cheese. Only at Carl's Jr. Available for a limited time at participating restaurants.